Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Today is All Saints Sunday. It is a day that we set aside each year to remember those in our uh, church family who have died in the past year, as well as those special people in each of our lives who have made a difference. I love the Peanuts comic strip where Lucy is chiding Charlie Brown. In the first frame, Lucy says, I've examined my character and I find it to be without flaw. And then in the second frame, Lucy says, what I'm going to do is hold a ceremony and give myself a medal. And then the next frame, Lucy says, and then I'm going to give a wonderful speech. And finally, she says, I'm going to receive myself and congratulate myself in the receiving line. In the very last frame, Lucy says, you know, when you're a saint, you have to do everything for yourself. <laughs> we, like Lucy, are sometimes confused about sainthood. I love the little story of a, a little boy who was being carried on his father's shoulders into a country store one day, and the man behind the counter said to the little boy, my, aren't you tall today? And the little boy sheepishly replied, well, it isn't all me. It isn't all me. You know, there is a whole lot of truth and wisdom in those simple words spoken by a child. Who we are and what we accomplish is never all our own doing. We are boosted up on the shoulders of others who have come before us. When we think of saints, I think most of us tend to think of some of the great martyrs of the faith, people like uh, St. Stephen or St. Peter or St. Paul, or we think of some of the giants of the faith, people like St. Francis of Assisi or Mother Teresa. And yet, according to the New Testament concept of sainthood, the saints really are the people who have helped to boost us up. St. Paul often refers to those who live their lives as followers of Jesus as saints. For example, he writes in his first letter to the Corinthians, in the very beginning he writes, to the church of God in Corinth, to all the saints in Christ Jesus, called to be holy. Called to be holy. And each time the word saints appears in one of Paul's letters, he clearly is referring to those who are still alive and living out their calling as followers of Jesus Christ. In fact, the word saint simply means God's holy ones, God's holy ones, which means we are God's people. And originally that word holy ones wasn't even a religious word. It simply meant to be set apart, to be different. So you see, saints are people who are set apart, people who stand out because they are different. Pastor William Williman put it this way. He says, a saint is any Christian whom God has called out through baptism to be different, to be distinct. Now, saints are not perfect people. Saints are very human with faults and flaws and failings. Ordinary people and yet saints at the same time. 
But what sets us apart is that we belong to Christ. But not only do we belong to Christ, but the fact that we belong to Christ should be noticeable in the way that we live out our lives each day. I love the way that one theologian, one Swedish theologian, Nathan Soderblom, puts it. He said, saints are people who make it easier for others to believe in God. Isn't that great? Saints are people who make it easier for others to believe in God. And so what is it? What is it that, that sets us apart that makes us different? What is it about a saint that makes it easier for other people to look at our lives and how we live and to believe in God through us? I think our gospel, known as the Beatitudes, which is very familiar to most of us, is really a blueprint for sainthood. Saints are not to reflect the values of this world, but the values of Christ. The world says thing, the world's values say things like be rich, be powerful, be proud, be self-indulgent, get even with those who hurt you, be tough. But Jesus says things like be poor, be humble, give yourself away, be self-giving, be merciful, be forgiving, go ahead and mourn. For example, Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Who do you think of when you hear that phrase about the poor in spirit? I think of two of the saints from our congregation. They saw a need in our community and in the Twin Cities for basic items like shampoo and soap and socks and toothpaste and toothbrushes and deodorant. And it gave them the idea to create these Matthew bags to be distributed to the homeless and to programs that serve the less fortunate. And so this year, with the support of many of you, their idea has resulted in more than 1,300 Matthew bags being given away to people who are less fortunate. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Who do you think of when you hear those words? I think of a dear little lady named Amelia Kuhn. My, she was my first grade Sunday school teacher in Fresno, California at Peace Lutheran Church. She lost her only child, her son, during World War II. And she taught Sunday school for over 40 years. It was her way of channeling her grief into something positive. And I'll never forget Mrs. Kuhn because she was the very first person to ever suggest to me that maybe I should think about being a pastor someday. Blessed are the merciful, for they will receive mercy. Who do you think of when you hear those words? I think of a good friend in this congregation who reached out to me about two years ago, the week that I had to move both of my parents into memory care in California. And he sensed that I was having a very difficult time with this. And one day he showed up one morning in my office and he told me the story of having to make the same decision for his father. And he shared with me that even though it was very hard, it turned out to be the right thing to do. And then he offered to pray with me and for me, which he did. And his act of mercy and kindness was a gift to me that helped me get through that difficult time. 
Think for a moment about some of the saints in your own life, the people who have really made a difference in your life, perhaps parents or grandparents or a husband or a wife or a Sunday school teacher or a teacher or a coach or a neighbor or a friend, someone who has been a mentor to you in one way or another. You see, the, the saints in our lives are very, very rarely the sports heroes or Hollywood celebrities or political leaders or the rich and the famous. But rather, the saints are the holy ones, people who belong to God, the ones who are set apart and reflect not the values of this world, but the values of God, the values of Christ and you really don't have to look far to see a saint. There may, they may very well be sitting, one sitting right next to you in the pew today because the saints are all around us. Just look at the faces who volunteer at church or in the community day after day, year after year. Or think of the husbands or wives or children who are caregivers to a frail spouse or parent the truth is the saints are all around us. I once heard a, a story, a legend that I think is really a, a picture or a definition of what it means to be a living saint. Once many years ago, outside a small village in the Tatra Mountains of Poland, an old woman heard the bells of a church ringing. Intrigued and cold, she followed the sound of the church bells, thinking that perhaps she would find warmth in the church. And when she found the church, it was dark, and she couldn't see anyone else around. But she didn't have much to do, so she decided she would wait for a while and just watch. And after a short while, she began to see lights. She saw lights. They were coming from all directions. And as she looked and watched, the lights grew brighter and brighter. They looked like fireflies in the surrounding woods. Until pretty soon she could tell that those lights were lanterns. And those lanterns were carried by people, by families of the congregation as they assembled for the Sunday evening service. And as each family entered the church, they would hold on to their lantern. And then they would carefully hang their lantern on one of the, one of the uh, iron posts that had been mounted in the thick brick walls of the church. And then after the service, each person or family would remove their lantern from the hook and they would set off back to the woods, back to their own home. Well, the old woman lingered after the service and she asked the pastor about this particular practice. After all, it was a rather unique way of lighting the church. And the pastor shrugged and he said, well, it only means, it's the only means that we have of lighting our church. When this was, the church was built generations ago, it was far too costly for us to use candles or oil to light the church. But it was usual for the parishioners to carry their lanterns with them to our evening services. So our church has chosen to carry out this tradition. And so even to this day, if one of our members or families does not come to a service, we can all feel it because the church is darker by one lantern for each person or household that's missing. 
And the light and the brightness of each lantern contributes to the whole. Now, here's the part that I want you to imagine because this is the part of the story that I think really reflects what it means to be a living saint. Picture each one of the parishioners leaving the church, carrying their lanterns with them as they walk through the woods and walk back down the hillsides, back to their villages and their homes, back into their community and into their little corner of the world. It is up to each one of them to shine their light brightly and to dispel the darkness, not just in the church, but in their homes and their communities and their workplaces and even in the world. And dear friends, that is really what it is to be a living saint. It is to take our lights with us wherever we go when we leave this place and dispel the darkness in our world. And we all know there is far too much darkness today. Today on this All Saints weekend, we give thanks to God for the great cloud of witnesses for all those people we've lost who's, who shared God's light with each one of us. And we pray that God's light, God's lantern will shine through us too so that others may look at our lives and they may think to themselves, saints alive, their lights sure are bright. Amen.